Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 35, year two. Well, I am in a bad pattern, and the bad pattern is this. Here it is, almost the end of Tuesday, and I am only recording Monday's podcast. And I am not crazy about this. Normally, when I miss the evening's recording time, I record it the next day in my classroom or after school or in the afternoon, and none of those times worked out today. So I'm doing this literally at the 12th hour as midnight approaches. And the problem, though, is as I allow one day to kind of bleed into the next, I'm colored by my experience of the day that I'm not recording about but the day that I just completed. In other words, as I think about Monday, I've already gone through most of Tuesday today, so that's going to influence my impressions of Monday. So I really do want to get back onto a better schedule where I'm recording this every night, not even the next day. So I hope to do that. But dear listener, I am grateful for your patience and your presence here as I share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday, which would be Monday, to the holy presence of God. Now, Monday afternoon, I stuck around in my classroom, and it was really wonderful to reconnect with a colleague, friend of mine. Now, I'm not going to give his name to keep his you know, keep his anonymity, I guess we could say. So I'm just going to call him Jay. And I've mentioned Jay on the podcast before. Jay is the one who, in an episode back in, I think, November, mid-November, he is the colleague friend who went to the march, the Protect Muller March uh, that I talked about on the podcast. And we've had political conversations before, We've also had personal conversations as well, and I really appreciate both types of conversations with this friend because I see him at school, and that's really nice to have a colleague who is also a friend or a friend who is also a colleague, whichever way you want to look at it. Well, yesterday he came in, and we were talking about politics, and it was a really enjoyable and spirited conversation. And I'm not going to get into all the details of what was said and what we said. And and generally, Jay and I are on the same side of most political issues. And the disagreement really had to do with things like hypocrisy on the right or the left and how we need to try to be more unified and to understand each other more. And it was just kind of disagreement at the margins, if you will. But there was some disagreement, but it was friendly and it was fun. And it was a true conversion of a conversation. Now, I stress the conversion part because that's really what a conversation should aim for, right? It's the same word, right? Converse or convo, I guess, is the uh, 
prefix. And it has to do, of course, with movement. And that is what I think a good conversation of any kind, especially a political conversation, should have. I believe one should go into a conversation with the hope of conversion. Now, a lot of times, especially with political conversations, they're really not conversations. They're really more of debates or arguments or disagreements or whatever. Because if there is any hope for conversation slash conversion, emphasis on the latter parts, it is one person going in saying, I want to convert you to my perspective. So the change I want to make in this conversation is you, not myself. And see, that's where the problem is. That if one goes into a conversation, especially with someone who holds a different perspective, who has a different life experience, who comes from a different place, a different generation, a different race, creed, color, sex, religion, whatever it might be, right? If one goes into a conversation with someone who is different and has the hope that they themselves, the one going into the conversation, will be the one who has the conversion, that's a whole different way of looking at things. And I think we don't do that enough. And I know that's something I have to look at in my own self. When I go into a discussion or a debate with someone who holds a different perspective, especially politically, am I really seeking to listen and to allow myself to be changed by the dialogue? Fortunately, I think this happened with my friend Jay yesterday. And if you'll stay with me through the break, I'll tell you about what I learned from Jay today. And again, I'm kind of crossing over into the next day. I know that, but there is an interesting little um, epilogue to this tale. So stay with me, if you will, through the break, and I will tell you. Well, thank you for staying with me through the break. So the epilogue to my experience came this morning when I popped into Jay's classroom to thank him for the conversation from yesterday, and he was busy at his laptop. And he very excitedly said, guess what? I had an idea. And the idea was to start not a podcast, but a book. And he was working on it right there. He was working on the foreword, the introduction to his book. He said he talked to his parents about it and they thought it was a great idea. And he mentioned it to some friends through social, you know, texting and, and uh, messaging. And um, there he was busily at work at it. And then to kind of creep even a little further into today, um, he even read it to me at, after school when we talked again in my classroom, not for as long as we did yesterday, but enough to touch base and to hear about his idea for the book. And I think it's a good idea. And I think it fits a need that is not being addressed. Uh, his perspective that he brought to our conversation yesterday was that liberals need to look at themselves. 
and see where our own hypocrisy may lie as we point fingers at the other side. And that's really his message that he wants to write in this in this book, sort of a letter from the left to the left about how we need to be more consistent. We need to seek to understand where the other side is coming from and seek to find ways to compromise and go forward together. And I, I think that is a good message. And I'm excited for Jay, who is excited about writing this. And uh, certainly, um, we'll look forward to reading it as it comes together. And uh, I did mention to my friend Jay, who has thought about doing a podcast, I said, whenever you're ready, there's a great place to do it, which is, no surprise, dear listener, right here on Anchor. So I wrap up this podcast with a question or two for you, and it has to do with conversations. When was the last true conversation that you engaged in? And by this, again, I mean that you went into it explicitly with the hope that you would listen and that you would emerge changed, converted in one way or another. Again, it doesn't have to be a top-to-bottom absolute transformation or conversion, but where you emerge changed in a positive way. And as you think about that conversation, how was God present in that? Because, you know, I believe very strongly in a God of growth and evolution and healing and moving us forward towards unity and connection and towards deeper understanding and wisdom. And I think conversations where we are seeking conversion are one major way that God works in our human affairs, in our relationships with each other. So when have you experienced that type of conversation? And how can you go out and seek those, find those, participate in those in your days to come? As always, thank you so much for your listening. Blessings and peace.